Jeff Galloway, welcome back again to the again to the program, and we're really thankful that you've taken time to talk with the running anthropologist again. Well, Mark, uh, you're doing a great job. I have actually run into recently a couple of people that are aware of your podcast, and they really enjoy it. So keep up your good work. Thank you, Jeff. Um, you know, last time we spoke, which was just a few short months ago, um, I know that you were recovering from a minor elliptical injury, um, but we, we've been relatively, uh, you've been relatively injury-free um, with, uh, you know, every time that I've talked to you over several years. Um, I think that many people would like to know, um, you know, maybe from your perspective, uh, what is the best kind of cross-training or strength training routine Um maybe to have some fail-safes to, to avoid injury? Well, it's a really complex question, but uh, just to get back to my specific issues here, I have not had a running injury in over 40 years, but I've had two uh, injuries that are non-running related that caused me to be off of my regular running routine for more than two months. Hmm. Uh, one of them was uh, I fractured my hip because I tripped over the last step on the stairwell, which was a stupid thing, but uh, anyway, it happened. Uh, the other one just happened, as you mentioned. It was getting on an elliptical machine that I was not used to. Uh, I actually use the elliptico on a trainer, and I love it, and huh. it's really a good workout, but I, I really wasn't used to the uh, type of uh, elliptical that was in this health club that I was using, and I dialed the resistance up way too much, and it really severely strained my glute muscle and irritated the piriformis at the same time. Hmm. It took two months before I could get back into my regular running routine, but glory hallelujah, it is 110% now. Oh, and, that's fantastic. Uh, so... So to, um, to answer your question about how you would uh, have some cross-training that could help uh, prevent injuries like that, the first uh, concept here is to avoid any type of cross-training that could be irritating muscles that you don't have developed right now. And that was my big mistake. I just jumped into it, and I was able to push myself way beyond limits on that particular machine hmm. and um, my muscles for that machine were not uh, adapted and they could have been if I had done them regularly uh, but the reality is that I don't use that machine regularly and so therefore it was my, my stupid mistake to jump in and do too much and and dial the resistance way up hmm. so the concept um, is to gradually build up the amount on a cross-training mode and if you do that in a series of steps every other day, starting with only about five to ten minutes on that uh, type of uh, mode, and gradually move up to half an hour, uh, and, and you can go even more than that on increments of every other day. Hmm. And I would say no more than three to five minutes increase every other day. The second thing is to look at the areas where you tend to get injured or areas that are neglected by running. In my case, what was diagnosed in this recent injury is that my glutes 
uh, over the years uh, are not really being um, exercised like they were when I was younger because my stride length is shortened. And, and the shortening of the stride length has made it very efficient for me to run hmm. as my muscle power has gone down over the years. And, and the short stride and, a, and the run-walk-run method allows me to do a marathon every month with, with no consequences. I don't get injured or I don't even have long layoffs after marathons. I can run the next day usually with those two things. The negative is that my glutes are not being strengthen and they're not strong enough so that if I uh, do an exercise in which it it uses them like I did on that electrical, they get overwhelmed and they can get injured as I did. And so um, my physical therapist, a couple of them, um, Amy uh, is one and uh, Krista is another, both of them have gotten me exercises that can use the glute in various ways. And, and there are literally hundreds of those exercises. They, hmm. they need to be specific for the individual, and that's where a physical therapist can really help you. The second area that is important, uh, particularly as we get older, uh, is the balance issue. And hmm. uh, my balance uh, definitely has deteriorated, so I have to work every day on balance exercises, and I've noticed a big difference. Hmm. That's interesting. So you would recommend definitely, um, if you're struggling with any area, to see a physical therapist at least to get some exercises to strengthen that area. No doubt about it. So what would you say, if we talk in terms of injury prevention, what is the biggest difference between um, maybe a beginning runner building up to their first half or marathon versus someone that's already used to doing lots of miles, what should, what should they both be looking for in terms of injury prevention? The common thread is that both groups can overdo it on a day when they're feeling good. And you have to be really conscious of what you have uh, run in the recent past and not go very much beyond that, uh, either in speed or in duration of the workout. Uh, and, and then that said, you need to be regular, especially beginners. Beginners, um, particularly err on the side of doing, uh, maybe every other day running for a week or two. And then something happens and they don't work out for a week or two. And they go back and they try to go back to where they were when they uh, dropped off. And a a more experienced exerciser can come back with limited liability on on doing that. But but a beginner can't because a beginner will have lost most of the adaptations if they lay off a week or two at the beginning of their uh, running or exercise routine. So... Uh, the beginner has to start over again like they were starting, but they will be able to progress more quickly. But they really need to start back if they've laid off that much. And then the other thing at the other end of the spectrum, uh, experienced runners uh, are able to push themselves much farther uh, towards injury 
than beginners can. And witness what I did on the elliptical, but I hear from runners every week who get serious injuries because they go into a workout and they're suddenly running better than they ever have in their life. And that is a red flag that they did not uh, see. (laughs) And as a result of that, they push themselves on and on because they're feeling so good. And the muscles, tendons, bones, whatever it is, are just not ready for that, and, and they overdo it. So uh, at both ends of the spectrum, you've got to be conscious of what you've done recently and then uh, have a strategy for the workout that's not going to overdo what what you've been doing and then don't add very much if you're going to add anything at all to the workout. Hmm. So if your training plan says do 14 miles at eight-minute pace, then don't do... Um... You don't do 20 miles at at 7:30 pace if you're just because you're feeling yeah. good. Yeah. Or even if the training program in your case, and that would be an advanced program, 14 miles uh, at eight minute pace. Um, that is a long run. Let's assume that that's a long run, and it's 70 degrees then that pace should be nine minutes per mile. So you really have to be conscious of the weather conditions, the terrain on the course, maybe you've been sick, and then adjust pace and uh, run-walk-run accordingly. Hmm. Yeah, and that, that's another point that I had mentioned that I wanted to ask you about, Jeff. I've had a few people ask me after our first podcast, what is the ideal run-walk-run time ratios and, and I told them, you know, there's a lot of research into that, and it kind of differs for different people. Um, would you have suggestions for those kind of planning up to their first marathon, what they should be training at? Yes, it's very simple, actually, based on the data. And it's all based on pace per mile. So I have sorted through over half a million responses from individuals that I have advised uh, concerning the right ratio of running to walking and tabulated the most successful strategies based on the pace per mile. Hmm. And here they are at a, an eight minute per mile. And I can do other ones, but at eight minutes per mile, it's either run four minutes and walk 30 seconds or run three minutes and walk 20 seconds. At nine minutes per mile, it's run two minutes and walk 30 seconds, or run 90 seconds and walk 30 seconds. At 10 minutes per mile, it's run 90 seconds, walk 30, or run 60 seconds and walk 30. At 11 and 12 minutes per mile, it's 60, 30, 45, 30, or even 30, 30. Hmm. And at uh, 13 and 14 minutes per mile, it's 30-30, and it goes up from there. The balloon lady pays at 16 minutes per mile in the Disney races is um, either uh, 7 seconds 30 or 10 seconds 30. Hmm. Interesting. So the essentially, the more that you're moving up your mile pace... The, uh, the more walk breaks or more time walking will be worked into that ratio. Yes, the slower the pace, the more frequently the walks, and the sooner you're going to get that fatigue hmm. uh, erased. That's, that's really great. That's really helpful. Is, is there um, a particular article or book that you would suggest 
for someone that's kind of um, a primer to that, figuring out their their pace and their walk-run ratio? The run-walk-run book, my, my book called Run-Walk-Run, is the, the really great resource there. However, most of my training books will have uh, a section, a chapter on run-walk-run. Some of them uh, are more current than others, but uh, the run-walk-run book is the most current. Okay, great. Well, that's that's easy to find, and uh, I'll definitely put a link up to it from the podcast. I I again want to want to assert from my experience that doing walk run has made me a much more rested and less injured runner uh, than when I was younger and went out at full pace the whole time, and uh, oftentimes would finish slower because I I wasn't taking those walk breaks and um, resting those uh, essential those core running muscles. Um, so I'm, I'm grateful that you're able to tabulate that and figure it out from so many runners, you know, what kind of could be trial and error for, for a lot of people. Absolutely. And if, if there are questions, you can go to jeffgalloway.com and there's a, a free email service from there. In addition, I do a number of retreats and running schools where I I have a soup to nuts type menu of information on every aspect of running and nutrition and motivation. And, uh, for example, we're doing uh, one out in Carmel, California in November on how to qualify for Boston. And uh, believe it or not, uh, we have thousands every year that are able to qualify for Boston by using run, walk, run, who could not qualify when they tried to run nonstop. So it's a really proven way to improve your time. Wow, that, that is incredible. I, I hadn't realized that. And I, certainly it makes sense to me, you know, logically from my personal experience, but that's great to hear that so many runners have been able to go to Boston due to just taking that, you know, taking that uh, that pace in the walk-run ratio uh, to where it should be. Um, well, Mark, there, as you know in running, there are just a lot of questions that come up as soon as people start uh, getting into the training. And uh, at these retreats, I can get into them individually and, mm. and teach people techniques that they don't understand. Uh, it, it's very individualized. Uh, speaking of which, uh, your home base is there in Atlanta, Jeff, and I, I want to congratulate you on a personal note. I've recently heard that um, Atlanta has officially nicknamed itself Run City USA um, in yeah. getting ready for the Olympic trials here in February. And um, yes. I, I'm really excited for that. I'll be there for that and the day after for the Publix Atlanta Marathon. Um, and it'll be my first time seeing the course and seeing the Olympic Stadium. So I'm, I'm really excited for that. And I know Atlanta is a great running community. It is. It is a wonderful running community. And uh, while you're there, of course, you've got to come by the nation's first running store, Fidipides, which is uh, our store. And uh, it's not that far from, from the race course. Phidippides, that's a, that's a Greek uh, word, right? What, what is the origin of that, Jeff? Uh, Phidippides was the Greek messenger in 490 B.C. that 
uh, is credited with running the news from the Battle of Marathon into Athens before they burned the city, according to ancient uh, tradition. Uh, he was also known by the Greek historians to be the foremost negotiator and uh, deal maker at the time, because these messengers not only had to run a hundred miles at a time, they had to get in front of uh, business leaders or uh, politicians or whatever and negotiate things. So they had to be sharp and they had to be able to do it, and then they had to to run back to wherever they came from. So Pheidippides was the most recognized, but he was the one that that is credited with. Uh, with this, bringing the news from the Battle of Marathon in 490 BC that the Greeks won, and and hence hence the name that carried on to the to the Olympics that were a Greek uh, a Greek founding, correct? That is correct. Oh, neat. Well, I you know I I never connected the dots in that way, so I'm glad I did, and it it stands to reason that the first running store would be called Philippides. So I'm I'm yes, excited. Yes, he was the first marathoner, and he didn't know it. <laughs> and the first running store. I look forward to seeing the store and, uh, yeah, and also, of course, uh, running alongside some of the Galway Pacers during the marathon. So thanks. Um, yeah, thanks for that, Jeff. Good. Um, and uh, any, any closing thoughts on uh, upcoming events or uh, Galloway, uh, Galloway movement things? Uh, we have um, a great corporate race on 9-11 out of the Georgia World Congress Center. So if anybody is in Atlanta or has a corporate team, we actually have a virtual version of that. And there are medals at the end of an eight-week get-in-shape program. So we're very excited about that. And it has just been very well received. But it gets a lot of people who are sitting behind a desk for hours and hours every day to get to move. And, And that's the important thing we're trying to do. And then our, uh, our own race, the Jeff Galloway and Bob Galloway races in December 14th and 15th are going to have a lot of fun things going on with Galloway Pacers and, uh, and great uh, medals and T-shirts and, and fun uh, groups along the way. So uh, love to have you come in for that. And anybody who, who could, we, uh, we'll, we'll give them a good show. All right, I'll talk to my better half. I have a feeling that she would enjoy being there for that as well. So thanks thanks for the invite, Jeff. Well, and then we'd like to see the new generation coming along too. <laughs> That's right. She's, a matter of fact, being that you're the, the official Disney coach, you should know she's signed up for her first race, the Disney Diaper Dash, coming up here at the Wine and Dine uh, weekend at Disney. Well, I look forward to seeing her and, and you two and also uh, coaching her. So any coaching that she needs, <laughs> let me know, okay? <laughs> yeah, we'll get her into the crawl-walk-crawl ratio. Let's see there how that goes. There we go. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks again, Jeff, and uh, happy running. Great. Good to talk, Mark. You too. Bye-bye. And thanks to all of you for joining us today. Hope that you enjoyed the, uh, the talk with Jeff and some of the practical tips that he gives definitely can help improve running and also made me think about how I approach my runs. Maybe not pushing quite as hard and looking for ways that I can build strength and cross train as well as how I can connect with others and ask their advice. Wherever you are, 
I hope that in your running community, you find something like Jeff has built with Run Disney or with his Galloway running retreats. You can check out his website or his books to get a little piece of that magic and learn from him. Till next time, I wish you happy running and please send us a message. Tell us about your best runs and your good times at Running Anthropologist on Facebook and Instagram or on our website, runninganthropologist.com. <laughs>